0: All right, here we go. Podcasting time. Colin Thomas is here from Essential Maintenance, and we will fix it, Dubai. We're at the podcast studio in the Rove Hotel, downtown Dubai. We're going to be talking DIY. We're going to be talking repairing stuff. We're going to be
1: talking pergolas, post hole diggers, and tape. <laughs> Do you know what? I've got complaints about that. Our last episode was everything ridiculous. <laughs> 200-foot flag poles, oh, zip lines. Oh, hold on. I was riding,
0: driving the car. I wasn't riding the car. Can you imagine riding the car? That, well, that's Saudi, that's Saudi Arabia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on two wheels. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. So I'm, I'm in the car this morning, going along the backside of the safari park, Dubai Safari Park. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of new homes being put up over in Kawanige there. I don't even know what section of town they call that now. And what do I see in the backyard of one, someone's house? flagpole giant what 200 foot at least 100 no in the backyard i'm going to take a picture of it for you it was a serious flagpole i'm thinking they've listened to the podcast and i haven't even published that one yet
1: (laughs) that must be it. that's we've done it we are influenced don't need new licenses for an influencer we're influencers please tell the government they have nothing to do with us
0: (laughs) oh guess what happened last night what happened last night james air conditioning came on first time I've got I've got the button set in the in the bedroom, and there we were, ten thirty at night. I'm just just getting comfy on the pillow, and I hear the air conditioner start. I went, oh
1: no! I so wish I could say the same.
0: <laughs> well, this is because you keep yours at like fourteen. I've got mine. No, set no, at- no,
1: we don't. <laughs> we don't, James. Her Majesty does. This is not me. Let's not even go there. And even worse, last night I'm putting Ruby to bed, and she goes oh it's really cold in here dad i'm like yeah tell me about it i'll turn up your ac a couple oh no don't do that i like it when i'm stumbled yeah. in oh no like, Oh no, she's caught the bug <laughs> so unfair yeah. i thought for a second that i was about to save a bit of diwa no no that, that absolutely not like mother like daughter yeah that's yeah, great well, well mine came on it's
0: only like march 1st yeah that's terrible that is terrible The good thing is, I had all the units serviced, so I'm good to go.
1: Oh, good. Well, at least it's efficient, isn't it? (laughs) That's what I said. Talking of that, here's a classic. You know how I've been preaching for absolutely ages about uh, regular AC services? Yes. I finally got my, my kind of um, history of when I'd been servicing my own units. And if you imagine the oddity of hold actually. On, hold on. You, you you are running a company yeah. that does this. Yeah. yeah the, oddity, the oddity of running a company that, that, that does AC it's servicing like, and maintenance. Like being a doctor, buildings. you're worst at doing your own stuff. Yeah. Because the way that we think about it is the only time when I want to do it is when there is no other job available. Right. That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> <laughs> so when I looked at it I had I, it was just all over the place so in the end I decided you know what I need to take me out of the equation here uh-huh. and instead I've just put it on an essential maintenance contract well, there now and Dan's as well okay. so actually we can get some regular servicing back into them That's smart because I realized that we'd um, you know it was a, it was the odd one I'd um I, we try and coil clean Dylan's um, unit every year, which is probably, he's he's got loads of allergies, right. so we go more than most people would. I want to make it clear, actually, at this point, because there's loads of people um, and service providers online that are claiming that they're, uh, that coil cleaning or duct cleaning is yeah. the, the uh, golden elixir to stopping allergy problems absolute Uh, rubbish without a doubt and if my guys won't sell it that way without a doubt what they are is contributing factors and nothing more and things that you want to just rule out right it just so happens actually that on this occasion it, he was, he was, um, suffering with, um, various coughing fits and they've improved. They haven't it, it been eliminated, but they've improved dramatically ah. since we got the call cleaning done. But I'd left it 18 months. And wow, 18 yeah, months. Yeah. yeah I had, okay. Which was, which was pretty garbage of me. So, uh, one, as soon as I realized that and um, got the dig in the ribs to get it sorted. Uh, we got it done, and I was like, you know what, I don't think that's the only thing I've let go of here. Yeah, so yeah. we looked at it, and it, it just makes sense that um, that we get it onto a regular contract. So now every four months it will be serviced properly. Oh, that's good. Whether I like it or not. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, you know, at, at, at some point you realize the difference. That is the big difference, really, between a um, a maintenance contract and, and going ad hoc which is it doesn't rely on the individual to make that um, that call and remember to make that call. Well, and what happens if you're ad hoc, which many, many people are,
0: and a, and a contract makes sense. But if you're ad hoc, people like me, who
1: I believe am i am an ad hoc, well, hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, I to, Nicole, I'm, You're kind of in the middle of that. Aren't I'm in the you? middle of that. You've got can, the landlords guys who you can call on when you need. So, I, and the, I,
0: I know they do a. They like to do a cleaning a couple times a year. So, so I there's just, a bit uh, of scheduled in there yeah, as well. But if you're if you are ad hoc, you you wait till they break down. You wait till it's not cooling enough. You wait, and inevitably, that's when it starts getting really hot. That's when it starts getting yeah. really busy. You're you're caught out. The list goes on. You know, it's dripping through the ceiling as opposed to doing your four month maintenance, and that'll never happen.
1: Yeah, but then you've got the other side of that. Let's be realistic about this. So first of all, if you're on an annual maintenance contract, you obviously get a discount versus yeah. if you're going ad hoc for the same amount of servicing. But the reality is you've got two, two kind of schools of thought, which is you've got the one, I want my units to be reliable and yeah. I want them clean and, yeah. and that kind of thing, in which case annual maintenance contract makes total sense. And you've got those people that go, I just don't have the money yeah. to be able to have that level of servicing. Okay, well, if you don't have the money, The one time that you do not want to be servicing your units is when it's just gone hot. Businesses like mine are really busy, so there's no way we can give a discount because we're just scrabbling around to be able to cover the amount of demand that we have. Instead, the perfect time to service your ACs is January. (laughs) <laughs> straight <laughs> yeah. after the new year yeah. where companies like us are are kind of struggling with volume because, A, it's cold, and secondly, people have just gone through uh, the, the Christmas and New Year period so that they, uh, they, they are traditionally shorter. People are shorter of money in January, as we well know. And as a result, that's the time when we will offer discounts to get people right. through the door. So, so you've got to game really the system as, as a consumer. The system, right. without a doubt. And that's the way to do it. And um, but again, one service is unlikely to get you reliably through a year. Yeah. Um. But again, if you could get through that summer period, so that you did another one, you know, towards the end of the yeah. AC season, then you've got more chance of, of getting through.
0: Now, what about looking at the age of where you're living? So, if you're living in a place that's brand new, okay, there's there's, there's maybe some warranty work that's fine, and and things. It's a few years
1: old. It's it's st- and construction dust and normal right. bricks and various other rubble in your ducts. It's, but, um, but if you're something.
0: if you're living in a place that's you know 15 years old. Yeah. It probably makes sense for you to budget in for that annual maintenance contract because not only is your your cooling going to be an issue, but other things are going to be an issue
1: down the road as well. And you're not paying labor for repairs. Yeah. So therefore... Ah, that's the
0: big... I didn't realize
1: this. Okay. No. For repair work, you don't pay labor. You pay the parts cost, um, oh, okay. but, but you don't pay the labor. Wow. Well, that's huge. Yeah, it is. It's massive difference, <laughs> without a doubt. And, you know, from our perspective, uh, it makes sense that we would um, get the repairs done to keep it reliable. Yeah. So therefore, you, we need to make sure that they are maintained really well so that for us unscheduled is just the worst of the lot the mm. emergency call outs, because we've got service level agreements that we need to hit Right. Well, if, if those units are failing and it's due to the fact that they, their repairs have not been done correctly that's on me yeah. you know? that's not a good place to be from a, a service provider's perspective so it's really important that the servicing work is done well anything that is defective is brought to the attention of the homeowner and, um, and, and, and is rectified as soon as possible yeah you know
0: it, it, what a what a great idea just to, like as you're saying just plan ahead put this into your yearly budget and live a little bit with a little bit
1: more satisfaction yeah and peace of mind, and you know the truth of the matter is most people don't want to spend their time thinking about building maintenance, do they? No, no they've one got, does. They've got more fun things to do. Yeah, so picnicking, going one, to the beach, one phone call Camping. for an annual maintenance contract, <laughs> and and next thing you know, you can do all the stuff with your family that you want to, rather than sat at home. Oh, here's a classic. Oh, here we go. We had a friend of a of, uh, friend of Dan's actually, uh-huh. um, who so Dan,
0: j- just for those in oh, case yeah, someone
1: who's tuned in, yes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go
0: back and I'm going to repost up some of the. The Dan and Colin years. Because yes.
1: I've got a whole bunch of those. Yeah. Well, Dan's my business partner at We Will yeah. Fix It. The two of us in the company. And um Dan's friend... Uh, asked us to come in and uh, basically help him out with a whole bunch of just real um, odd jobs that needed okay. doing. Everything from um, his sink had, uh, sorry no his bath had sunk. What? All okay, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of the taps had um, uh, were going past their close points. Oh no. There were leaks on the irrigation oh, pump. No. There was all of his the Garden Electrics needed to be redone. There were uh, new lights that hang. He basically bought the place that he'd been renting so he okay. knew it really really well. And um, uh, There was a conversation that started before this with Dan, which was um, with his wife when they were having a um, a party. And the conversation went, oh, where's so-and-so? Oh, he's, he's at home waiting for the maintenance team. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, they were due two hours ago and they're still not there. So he's had to stay at home because we've got to get this fixed. Well, that's not a way to (laughs) behave as a maintenance (laughs) provider, is it? Well, no, not really. We can't say we're overly happy with it. Anyway, so we got there, and basically all the work that he needed doing um, from us was stuff that should have been covered by the maintenance contract but wasn't. And the work that had been done under the maintenance contract was a bit of a disaster. (laughs) So now... It turns out, we didn't know, but it turns out that he has um, three properties uh, in, oh. in Dubai that are all coming to central maintenance. Nice. Thanks to the work that we did to, to fix his um, his current place. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah, really good news indeed. But it's just that, again, the problem with a maintenance contract is traditionally people will take the money for the contract yeah. and then they want to, the least amount of money to actually service it. So that means cheap staff, cheap parts and you know what, not many people should be able to actually attend when required. Yeah. Because we sit it alongside the We Will Fix It ad hoc brand, it's the same staff as are going uh, uh, job by job, which naturally, if you've not got people's money up front, you need to make sure that, <laughs> that goes rather well, otherwise they won't call back. So by sitting both of the companies together with the same people at the same quality, the same parts, it basically means that it's very, very easy to do a better job than the mm. rest of the companies in the market. It's just a no-brainer, really, for us. There we go. Yeah.
0: Interesting one also last night, about 10.30 at night. i got the screen door open downstairs because it's not, you know, it's temperature's yeah, nice, it is. so there's it's no lovely. AC on. And I hear this wheezing, squealing sound. I'm thinking, oh. So I go out into the backyard thinking, man, this is, where, where's this motor in my yard that's making this sound? It's not coming from my yard. It's coming from the neighbor's yard. Irrigation pump. Yep. And the sound, and the sound of it though, like this was yeah. not just. This was the sound of a pump that's about ready to go.
1: That's a Dragon Mart special, <laughs> without a doubt. And what happens with those is that the main seal, uh-huh. um, which is between the motor and um, basically the, the the pressure tank that's okay. creating the pressure, yeah. fails. Mm. Which therefore means water gets down the shaft into the bearing of the motor, oh, no. and then at point it will scream, and it will scream quickly. That can happen. Mm. On some of the pumps in Dragomart inside three weeks. Really? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing so when you, you see it. You save a little bit, but pff, you spend a lot more in the long run. It's just, I mean, you, you might as well just buy five when you start there, you know? <laughs> which, which, <laughs> Crazy.
0: it seems, uh, you know, I, I saw the neighbor the other day, and I, I don't know if he listens to this podcast. I, I suggest not, because he's never mentioned Has he it. Has got a
1: flagpole? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Zip line? <laughs> um, no, not yet. You should try and negotiate whether or not you could do it over two gardens. <laughs> yeah. so you've got
0: 117 oh, feet. Oh. And he's got the pool, right? So I don't ah, have the pool. Okay, I've nice. got the jacuzzi. He's got the pool. You could land in it. That's what I was thinking. Oh, brilliant. Right off the balcony.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just don't tell him and just yeah, he's arrive
0: airborne when he goes away. I set it up into his yard with Jesus. the help of his his garden crew because he's got guys who are there all the time. Oh, you need them? Yeah, and yeah he always yeah. know. It's always the comment. He goes, "I, I just don't know how you do." It. I go, "Do what?" Because I'm my own lawn, yeah, and and that kind of stuff, and do my own yard maintenance and yeah. you know
1: trim my own bushes and trees. He goes, "I just don't know how you do it." Oh, guess what? What, what, this what did weekend. you get? What did you get? The mutts of the um, pressure washer world. <gasps> oh, I bought a Nilfisk. Really? Have you heard of Nilfisk? Yes. Right. Okay. This is proper industrial. You're not going to believe this. Was this fluid. the one
0: you were using on? The, so we got a, we got a whole bunch of threads going right now. So we got my neighbor. Oh yeah. We yeah. got the Sorry, pressure washer. I, yeah, this is kind of normal though in our world, isn't yeah. it? So let's put the neighbor on hold. Are you sure you want to put the neighbor? on hold? Yeah, we'll put because I was just going to mention that still the gate doesn't open. Oh man. I, I did come out with my hands up, you know, and, and did that whole thing. What's going on? He says, I can show you one side opening. Oh,
1: man, seriously?
0: So he hasn't got it open yet. And, and I, I don't want to needle him too much because, you know, if, if something does go wrong in my place, I want to have someone to be able to go and knock on their door. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> yeah. Do not ridicule him yet. But he did ask because I, I do have my uh, very rudimentary cat deterrent going because of all things, cats like to go on my car and if I leave it out, and I just...
1: What, you mean your dog? you know that they That's don't very rude they do not come in the yard zone. but they yeah. they
0: they torment the dog because they'll stay outside on my car nice. so now because i juice every morning i i have orange peels and i put a couple orange peels on my car. no cats go on the car
1: nice yeah That's three
0: nice. pump two or and they you know they like to go on the hood right yeah, so yeah, of course. i put them right by the windshield wipers two peels one on the front bumper and so my neighbor Back, this is how it fits in. He was going, Who's putting orange peels on your car? Until he saw me one day putting them on. He goes, What are you doing? Is said, Keep the cats off. Nice. And, and it's just because I can't stand seeing their footprints on my car. That's it. Like, there's, you know, I, it just drives me nuts if I see cat footprints yeah, on my car. Yeah, I get it. It's not nice. And it's Especially
1: weird. with your yours being a soft top.
0: <laughs> yeah. You really want to keep them off. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, I want so to keep them off. Make migrate. Yeah, I don't want them going in. I don't. Yeah. I don't, it's like, Oh,
1: it's crazy. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Pressure washer.
0: Yeah, the pressure So, backing up a little bit. Yeah. You were talking about cleaning your garden teak table, yes. And I suggested the pressure washer. You said that might be a good
1: idea. Did, did you do it yet? No, because okay. I've only had it a couple of days. But you—you got a new pressure washer, right? So, I what are did you doing have, with the old pressure washer? Well, I did have a top-of-the-range um, Karcher, a culture Karcher uh-huh. K7 Premium. For those who want to know, you uh-huh. need to get out more if you do. Um, so. What basically happened with that was it was owned by We Will Fix It, not me personally. Right. And I borrowed it for a year. (laughs) And then suddenly we got the call in the office of uh, what happened to that really nice pressure washer? We've run out of funds and we need one urgently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know what so it was is. time, yeah, it was time for that to go back, which I did. And um, I've been on the lookout, but the thing is, I am not a fan of a certain brand's lower ranges. Yeah, uh, and I didn't want to spend a huge amount, but I wanted something properly industrial. And you know, properly industrial starts at about six six and a half thousand. That's a lot of money. I know it's mega money for a pressure washer. Yeah, you know. So I've been kind of looking for the last woo. Oh five months uh-huh daily <laughs> and uh and i haven't found anything of the level that i needed and then it was like this eureka moment james right i'm on uh, do <laughs> and um i not only do
0: D- D- by the way if you're listening overseas oh yes it is the online you know uh
1: what's the what's the one in the US called? Um, that they have. Oh, what's the one where everybody gets the yeah. the stuff from? You know the one I mean. Yeah, I do know exactly what you mean. We'll get it in the story. We always get it yeah, in the story. It'll, eventually, it'll come don't
0: eventually. Don't yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, but you Craigslist, Craigslist, get yeah. In.
1: Yes. Craigslist. Right, and you know, it could be Facebook Marketplace. You yeah, know, yeah, any of be, these things could be. Yeah. Could be. I, I, I obviously search that daily as well. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> is Facebook Marketplace big here in the UAE? It's odd because only certain people can get it. Oh. Dan can't get it. Oh. I can. Oh. So, you know. It's... I don't think I can get it because
0: I, I never see it come up on any of my stuff.
1: I've got the feeling that I did some voodoo six months ago to okay. actually make it happen. All right. Um, but it wasn't dodgy. I mean, it's, yeah. it's legit, but I've done something to my oh. setting. Yeah. You know
0: speaking of Dubizel, just 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 the off thing. Yeah. i never thought about this. My One of my sons, my oldest son, is is doing a lot of purging. But he lives in Canada, and he was telling me the stuff he was purging. And then I walked by his bedroom here in, in the UAE and noticed the things he's purging. He's also got a stash of them here, like
1: vintage Nerf guns. I'm thinking I could put those up on Dubizzle for him. Good idea. Okay, anyway. <laughs> do what my parents did, which is do that but just don't mention it. Well, no, he the Pocket he, the cash. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. It was only later on when my, uh, I said, oh, how's that? by the way, if you felt the need to get rid of this, and do. I think it was an old um, motorcycle helmet. And that was like, I got rid of that five years ago. <laughs> oh, how'd you get rid of it? Who'd you give it to? Oh, I sold it on eBay. There we go. What happened to the cash? Well, yeah, you well know. No. <laughs> Jeez. And then it turns out he's been doing this daily for five years. Yeah, there we go. So anyway, yeah. so there's this, this Eureka moments on, on Dubizzle where I literally saw this Nullfisk and I thought, I really like Nullfisk. That's like one of how, the how used, how used was this thing? Maybe three times. Three times? Yeah. Who, who would buy something, use it three times? and You don't believe this. Okay. He lived 300 yards away <laughs> in Sahil in the ranches. <laughs> I'm like, this is just too good. You could wheel it home. Oh, I literally could have done No problem. So obviously I drove around because, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, so I literally got around that lovely chap and uh, he said. Did he you... offer you tea? He didn't, but he offered me car shampoo that worked with it, which car was shampoo? really kind of him. Yeah, but get ready. So this is a six and a half thousand <laughs> durham commercial grade Nilfisk. Take the paint off, right? He wanted eight hundred. Offer him six fifty. Job done. Okay. I'm like, I cannot believe this. So I got, but got back home, and you do what you obviously uh, um uh, need to do, which is uh, you obviously need to get your little seven year old. Um, girl to see whether or not it's too powerful for her to hold on to <laughs> and the only way of doing that is to set it up on max power
0: hold on a second so you got her holding it she's ready she's got the foot stance
1: yeah, and yeah. then you flick the switch well obviously you've got to warn her first because you know um <laughs> i've got a vision here did yeah. you get this on video uh, actually uh, i've got i've got I've got a photo of it um at some point in the process and um and bless her she gave me that look, the enormous eyes of, gee whiz, daddy, I didn't realise it was going to be quite like this. And then the big smile came, and then Dylan saw it, my, my, and he's, uh, he's 10, my boy, and um, he's like, right, I'm having half the car. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of them, Ruby kept uh, on and off because she really liked getting pushed back by it. Oh, God, if, if, if we ever gave her a gun, gee whiz! <laughs> so there are shooting ranges here. This Oh, sounds to me don't like, even go there. Don't even go there. Skeet so, shooting? Yes. Paul, <laughs> uh, she absolutely yeah. Well, it literally was those kind of moments. But yeah. she was, they were loving it. And okay. then, and then I introduced them to uh, to snow foam. Oh. and um, did all that with a car shampoo that the they yeah. so kindly gave me because I mentioned I was going to go off and, and get some. He's like, I think I've got some. So, uh, and then at that point they were made. That was it. And the lovely thing was, we, we kind of took our time with it, obviously with the kids there and I've been taking the kids off-road, well, I still do, off-road every day. Uh-huh. So the car was, I mean, beyond covered. Yeah. So you got that dramatic transformation that the kids really want to see, yeah. you know? So yeah. we got a good hour and a quarter because it's a big car of um of total enjoy daddy and kid time yeah and uh, and it was really good fun. And then, just to prove that we hadn't wasted our time on that occasion, I did the same yesterday, but they'd shut off the route, so I ended up in really, really deep sand. Yeah. Foot to the floorboards to stop myself bogging down. This is in the Armada. This is in the Armada, oh, yeah. That's a heavy machine. It is. And um, with it being the first day of the week, I was like, oh, my <laughs> Lord. I've also, straight out of this, I've got to go to a very posh location on the Palm uh, to do a client visit. And I thought, they said that they had private parking slots, and I'm like, I cannot put that in a private parking <laughs> slot. So this morning, at 6.53... How, lo- how loud is this thing? It's not, actually. It's not oh, that okay. bad. Okay. It's not that bad. It's the only slot they had. Basically, at 7 o'clock, yeah. I need to have fed the dogs and be in the shower. Okay, Otherwise, everything goes wrong with the school run. So at 6.53, I pulled out the trusty Nilfisk, no kids to be seen, connected it up, powered it, and literally kids sprayed down, spread, sprayed down the entire car in four minutes. Wow! Right, so six fifty-seven. It then obviously the breakdown took another two minutes. Fed the dogs at six fifty-nine. In the shower at seven o'clock. Wow! I know. I was so yes. proud of myself. You're doing the happy dance around the car. Oh, there was oh, definitely yeah. happy dances oh, yeah. going on. Oh yeah. And then the kids came out. <laughs> and went, wow! It looks n- totally different <laughs> to yesterday, yeah. Daddy. I'm like. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It looks almost <laughs> pristine for a four-minute pressure yeah, wash. That's great. I know. I was well happy with that. So, yes, it's totally earned its money back already. Everything, everything else is just gravy. There we go. That's yeah. nice. Pressure washers. Don't buy rubbish. Buy a good one. Yeah. Even if it's secondhand. Please yeah. buy quality, people.
0: I, I still haven't convinced my wife that we, we need one. I keep trying, and she's like, man, do we really need
1: a pressure washer? Mm. But I've almost, I'm this close, this close to getting a hedge trimmer. Oh, yeah, headstrom is good. In fact, the Black and Decker one, which is not expensive, is that is that plug-in or is that uh? It's plug-in. Oh, see, I'm, now I've almost got my wife
0: there because we've got a we've got a. I'm actually don't
1: go don't go for the lithium ions without a doubt. Okay. It comes really I expensive. One, I want
0: one that plugs in. Yeah, anyway. you definitely want a power one. But the the reason I need one is because in the true you know because I my my grandmother Agnes Salikin she passed away a few years ago, but you know wonderful woman, yeah. London born, so I've got English in my blood, and apparently. I am a, the splitting image of my late Uncle Jack. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, really? And everyone there's says- There's two of you. They, all they, there was. They, they look at photos and they go, you look just like your Uncle Jack at all ages in your life. You look just like Uncle Jack. So the, the, how that all fits in is th- clearly there's, there's that UK heritage in my blood. Mm. And I'm quite the hedge guy. So I'm, uh, you know, following in the footsteps of Prince Charles, oh, who is yes. also a hedge master.
1: Well, we all are, every Brit ever.
0: So I am also quite the hedge master in the yard. I've got, I've got wicked hedges growing. Nice. And uh, we come to the point where I've trimmed them back several times now, and I realized th- the last time we trimmed them back, and I'm doing this by hand, and, mm. and my wife was doing it, and she's gone. This is, and I've been on her for years. We need a hedge trimmer. We don't need a hedge trimmer now. Finally, she's gone. I think we need a hedge trimmer nice so now i'm in the market and right
1: they're not expensive yeah. you can literally go for like 350 well, to big. get something that's decent and, and new oh, as yeah. well speed uh no i i go online for that oh, okay yeah i go uh, i go to amazon here's an interesting hedge story oh, for oh, you.
0: oh, oh I'm, I'm so one the one yeah? thing that with, with the electric ones and i'm i'm really okay. keen but the ones that have the
1: the pole that goes up Oh, they're more expensive by okay. a long Do I way. need one of those now? No. Okay. No, use a ladder. Just an-
0: another Carefully. S- another small, interesting observation mm. is I'm pretty sure a month ago I saw a hedge trimmer being used over an academic city that was attached to a drone. That doesn't sound right. I I know, but I was watching the thing and and it was either a drone that was flying really odd, but it was going along the hedges and it looked like it had one of those hedge trimmer things on it and they were drone cutting the, the, the tree things
1: in Academic City. Were you on mushrooms at the time? No, no. But if you imagine, imagine the process. I
0: was watching the thing, and I'm going, this is really weird. But it kept flying along. and You've got to get video footage of that. I'm, I'm hoping it happens again, because it was the weirdest thing. and I watched it for about... Not few, even 20- a control wire.
1: Because no, if you imagine the 20, interference yeah, yeah. it would take. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was Looking. watching for 20 minutes going, how is this, why is this doing this? And then I noticed that it had, you know, the blades, and then it had, like, a hedge cutter on it. Yes. And it was, it was all going off find it. this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. This is
1: not safe. <laughs> it's, um, <laughs> this, this hedge story is quite a good one, which actually meant that I didn't need hedge trimmers. <laughs> <sighs> I live just outside Hammersmith. I have no idea. Where Oddly, is. Ham- uh, it was- it's West London. Okay. Okay. And, um, I live next door to, do you know the pop star, Sophie Ellis Baxter? Of course. Right. I live next door to her mum, okay. who used to be a blue pizza presenter. If you ever, ever get out of here. Yeah, yeah, she was anyway. And, um, in this house, we had a, a really big hedge <sighs> and, um, My uh, one uh, of the the uh, the new guys moved in, and he said, "Are you aware that our entire hedge is rosemary?" I was like, "No, I haven't got a clue." Anyway, just at that moment, he snipped a sample, went to the local pizzeria that was literally Uh, across this main road to us, and went, "Try our rosemary." And we ended up with this ridiculous quid pro quo deal, which was whenever they needed rosemary, and you'd need a lot of rosemary in a a pizzeria, they would literally come, snip some, and the deal was free pizzas for the whole house whenever we needed it. (gasps) And they kept the hedge absolutely perfect. (laughs) A two in one deal. It was utterly brilliant. It's amazing. Yeah. That is that's amazing. the way to do it. Yeah. Next to Sophie Alice Baxter's mum. Yeah. Who it was a extremely Peter. quiet. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got to say, she didn't really, um, uh, you'd have thought that being the mum of um, of a pop star who is yeah. now very well known for dancing in her own kitchen. Yes. That there'd be a little bit more noise, but no. No, that's quiet. Yeah, good. one of those.
0: So I'm, that's good. I'm, I'm on to the hedge trimmer. This is good. Yes. I'm excited. I want to actually, you know, make things, I'm, I've got these two trees that, are, are very good at growing in shapes. Topery, is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah. So that's what oh, I. That's why I absolutely want the hedge trimmer so I can toporize them. Nice. That's a cunning plan. You got more skills than I have, without a doubt. Back to my neighbor really quickly. Yes. And how this fits in is three days ago. My neighbor is like an, a never-ending source of conversation for this this program. Yes. I hear. And I think, what is, what, you know, so I, of course, you know, I do it. Strangling cats I had no idea what was going on. So I do know that my neighbor doesn't like to do a lot of these things. He hires people to do pretty much everything. And so, you know, whereas I try to do more myself. Mm, yes. So I get, you know, as all good neighbors, I get the ladder out and peek over the fence <laughs> <laughs> with your binoculars. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, you know, I know I, I've got hedge clippers in my hand. So it looks like I'm, Oh, Oh, nice. No, no, tr- nothing to trim where I was, but there's trimmers in the hand. So I've got a cover. And turns out, he's putting up a pergola. Ah! Now, here's the thing: I, I don't know if it's really a pergola or more of a shelter thing, but he's had these in the backyard before, and that's where my mind started going because I know you've got the pergola of all pergolas, and he had one of these very very affordable car for sunshade shelter things with the four you know posts and yeah. thing that the cover after two summers died and was torn and got someone in to, you know, tear it down. And he's put up this new one that they were building because it was aluminum and they're putting in the rivets or whatever it was. Yes. And I haven't seen the final product yet. I got to peek over the fence again and see what he's done. But I just, you to wait for those hedge trimmers now. Yeah, I, that's what exactly it. Well, I do have to climb up on the, 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 the retaining wall to trim one of my trees that are there. I'm always a little nervous though. Cause I don't, you know, I don't exactly want to fall in his pool fully dressed because his pool's really darn clean. And, yeah, I know. But for the entertainment <laughs> value, James,
1: in one of your special shirts, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, I definitely oh, could.
0: No, no, no. When I when I'm doing any yard work, I wear auto mechanic clothes. So my brother, for many years, Joey Woo Woo. Yes. He worked at Bruce Bissell Pontiac Buick. Yes. And he used to uh, borrow Bruce Bissell, no longer in existence. He used to borrow, I wonder why. <laughs> he used to borrow for me. Uh, you know coveralls mm. the full mechanic suits how many sets uh, i've got two. Oh, only
1: two I'm how Ro- many friends has he got uh well rob's no longer his friend and i can't remember who did he the- already have mechanics <laughs> mechanics overalls by then we're just working out why this dealership failed <laughs> joey woo woo has got a lot to answer for i'm frankly shocked and appalled <laughs> So
0: so anyway, I'm always wearing coveys because these trees, I mean, you know,
1: you start getting into the trees and trimming them, they're so dirty. We used to actually, we used to have a similar thing, which was we all were wearing dance flight (laughs) overalls. There we go. Well, we all look like Maverick in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Dan-a-na, they look dan-a, like dan-a, da-na, exactly the same as that. And they were the same, <laughs> um, you know, olive colored overalls yeah. with Don Thomas and all of his patches from Panavia <laughs> Tornado and various other things. And that was our standard guard for when we were doing it, come to think about it. So we would have been entertaining when, together. When your dad was flying the tornadoes, mm. did
0: he come to Canada to break the sound barrier? Because I met a lot of folks who were doing tornado training back in the day when this is really back in the day. Yes, and they it would is. come to Canada in the 80s. They would come back to Canada to break the sound barrier and do sound barrier training. It was I can neither
1: confirm nor deny, but what I can confirm is there were times when he was doing uh, some sound barrier breaking work where over the North Sea, the various um, uh, occupants of various oil rigs <laughs> claimed to have seen UFOs with flames coming out of the back of them <laughs> through the night going at ridiculous speed but obviously i can neither confirm nor deny exactly what might have happened on that occasion yeah. back to the pergolas
0: oh yes so my neighbor's putting this thing up i'm yeah. skeptical yeah. because it just seems to me like it's going to be the same old story from previous pergolas except it looks a little bit more substantial but i'm i'm skeptical how, how do we decide on what, I mean, you put up pergolas, yeah. you know, people who've put up pergolas, how do, what, what what goes into the decision-making
1: process of what to buy? Go cheap, go big, go middle ground. What do I need to be thinking about? Okay. So you've got two different um, uh, materials. First of all, you've either got the usual aluminum section yep. or alternatively, you've got wood. With wood, you've got two choices, which is here, um, hardwood, which is only really Meranti uh-huh. or alternatively, softwood. Oh dear. Yeah. Now, the softwood that you get here is very rarely pressure treated. Oh yeah. It's and not finished either. You got to get it cut yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the original supply in a lot of places is exactly that, which is just a softwood finish. My brother-in-law's got one in um, in the villa. And Oh, it's shot. It's absolutely <laughs> absolutely shot. I, re- I remember you talking about when he put that in, though. You were no, no, no. Uh, he didn't know... Ah, oh, no, 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 no. Different, oh, okay. different unit time. Oh, okay, so this okay. is the one that came with the house, <sighs> attached in the patio area, oh. not the absolutely amazing Cape Reed that he's had okay. built. So different, different areas. Okay, good, such. good, got it. But um, it's been there now, I guess, for ten to twelve oh, okay. years. Hey, that's
0: a good lifespan for a softwood
1: outfit. I know, but you think about that, and yes, it is. It, it's great. But the problem is, it's now at the stage where it is beyond repair. Oh. By requirements of the development, they need to have it there. Uh It looks pretty rubbish, Uh and therefore, he's got a decision to make what he's actually going to do about it. What What are his options? Tear it down, replace it? Replace it like for like. Ooh. But you therefore need new wood because if you yeah. did all the all the labour that it takes to actually sort out all the slats and whatever, yeah, it, it it's a real pain. Alternatively, he's got to, having already created one amazing um thatch structure, he needs to create another. So which is a bit of a bit of a pain to do. But softwood at the end of the day, the only reason that you would use softwood here is purely budget. Okay. And you plan to be there for a year to absolutely tops. Given heat given our weather change, yep. given sand, given humidity. And given the fact that there's very little chance that it's actually been seasoned. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be too green anyway. Wood just doesn't seem like the go-to option. No, moranti can work. Okay, so that's there's a hardwood, hardwood. though. That's yeah, a hardwood. Hardwood. So hardwood. if you go hardwood, maybe. Yes, but then at the same time, Maranti's obviously a lot more expensive than softwood. Are we talking like twenty percent more? No, cost? more like
0: sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, okay. that really ups the budget.
1: Yeah, but then again, the other problem with uh, going with any wood product is that it actually needs quite a lot of upkeep. Right. So are you prepared to do that upkeep? Which no one is. No. Which is going to be every year, two years kind of toys. pressure wash restain it reseal it yeah, yeah. no one's going to do that no and exactly.
0: especially when you get to this if you've got
1: slatting on the, the the roof part yes no one's getting up there and doing that yeah so then you're looking at aluminium like your your dear yeah. neighbor did and like i've done as well now the problem that we have with aluminium is um you need some kind of base well actually you need a base for whatever you're doing really because yeah. if you don't have a base on uh, Mirante, or it's just grass or whatever then <laughs> as the <laughs> irrigation hits it <laughs> Within a month or two, yeah. you will destroy that bottom section. Yeah. Without a, it's that quick. Yeah, really? That fast? Oh, yeah. Really fast. Even though it's hardwood? Yes. Mm. Um, because it'll actually, it, 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 first of all, it eats away whatever the protection yeah. is. You then throw UV at it at yeah. the same time. You know, it, it degrades really quickly.
0: You know what my dad would have done? What? He would have soaked those the bottoms of those posts in creosote and uh, you know that's what you use yeah, for tra- so. yeah. train track ties. Yes, it smell like a train yard in your yard, but man, nothing to be going at those things.
1: True. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure your your <laughs> one would love that visual. <laughs> it's just a problem that many of us. You deal come with. out, and you got the steam whistle. <laughs> 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 okay, so the next issue you've got is uh, whether or not you're buying off the shelf, or right. alternatively, you're getting it custom made. Yeah, off-the-shelf can be pretty cheap. Exactly. Off-the-shelf can be pretty cheap. But the issue is, rarely do the dimensions work with the area that you've got. Uh, Yeah. So your options at that point are, fudge it. Who cares about the size of the patio underneath? Uh Uh-huh. So either it's going to be too small, in which case it'll look a little bit odd. Or it'll be too big, in which case you've got posts going into either a kind of garden area or alternatively grass. i
0: got to look and see what my neighbor did. I haven't even paid any attention. It's right beside his pool, so yeah. it's, it's coming out the back door. So
1: And then you've got a choice whether or not it is freestanding or attached to the building. Oh, oh, okay. So four posts or two is the big question on that. And secondly, um, you've then got the option of going bespoke. Yeah. At that point, you get exactly what you want. Which is good. There are huge numbers of aluminium sections here, so you actually can get it done really quickly. Ooh. So mine was probably about a week to 10 days from start to finish. They, they design it. Obviously, it's computer-aided design these yeah. days, so you can actually see it before, before it happens. But it comes at a price tag. And it comes at a real price tag, to say the least. We had options over powder coating, color. Uh, We've talked before about the errors that Her Majesty made in terms of the aerofoil design that we have on ours. And the weight of that that makes it too flexible and nowhere to put um, either lights or uh, (laughs) fun.
0: uh, Has has the project manager, has has she admitted these errors or no?
1: See, there's an admission and there's an admission. Uh Uh-huh. She has stated it might have been better to have gone with the other design. Uh And I might have stated I gave you one job. So it's not
0: something you're talking about, really.
1: Well, you know, we touched on it. We did, um, you know, really, really genuine husband and wife communication Uh of like, oh, it must have been a good 15 second conversation (laughs) that we had on that one before we both decided we can either go nuclear or we can move on. Yeah. So we moved on. And it's look, the good news is, James. I mean, I literally, I can't remember any of the details whatsoever of the error that she made. Yeah, the um, yeah, the yeah. fact that she didn't put a mid bar in there whatsoever. Oh no! After I specifically stated that it was a total requirement from a structural perspective to put a mid bar in there. But, but does it look better without the mid bar? She she knew better, and she knew that aesthetically it would look better without yeah. the mid bar. But it's not practical in any shape or form. But the good news is, I've moved on, James. <laughs> It's not something that really I remember the details of in any shape or form. And Everyone listening going, you've absolutely moved on from oh, this. Oh, I've definitely moved on. And you know what? I'm not even going to remember it if by any miracle we make our 40th wedding anniversary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm at I'm so, yes.
0: 29 years this year. This is my 29th wedding anniversary. Really? Yeah, 29 years married. What is wrong with you? I don't know how my wife has put up with everything. It's
1: quite something. Well, we're at, what are we at? two thousand. Eight. so we are now at what 13 years oh, excellent like. yeah we're well on the road actually that's a lie no we're not at that that's when we met oh. so 2010 so yeah that's a bit more realistic isn't it 11 12. years yeah yeah. so um yeah well, I suppose we're almost 12 as it? Yeah, it was February yeah. Blimey. Oh God, that's a thought. Oh, I am at 12. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you, Do you know, uh, did you miss the anniversary? Oh yeah. Do oh you yeah. know how we did it? <laughs> how we found out it was our anniversary. No. My dad sent us both a message saying, I'm so sorry. I missed your anniversary yesterday. <laughs> we were both like, Oh, Oh, happy anniversary for yesterday. <laughs> Luckily I saw it before she did. <laughs> and initially because I didn't know he'd sent it to her as well. He'd sent it to me directly. So happy, <laughs> happy anniversary for yesterday. <laughs> I thought this year you'd have remembered. <laughs> then she went, Oh, so you got the message from your dad as well. Yeah. Yeah, he reminded me. But then, you know, you get me every day this romantic of the year. She said, Yeah, that's exactly the issue. <laughs> so back to the pergolas. Yes, pergolas. How do we get. I mean, we've literally had fast jet tornadoes. we <laughs> That's what makes this
0: podcast so desirable by so many people.
1: You think? Absolutely. Are you sure they're not
0: crying on the other end of this? (laughs) They're they're crying, but they can't stop listening because they just want to know where it goes. And we're back to the pergola. Oh, we're on pergola. So I can go and
1: buy the thing off the shelf.
0: Buy the thing off the shelf. Or I can get it bespoke made. There's obviously a cost differential.
1: Okay. Now I'm going to throw in a third Uh, variation factor.
0: Buy one used off of Kijiji or Craigslist or what's the one? uh, uh, Dubizzle? Bizzle,
1: yeah. Uh, I've, I've been very close to this. It didn't actually happen, but there's a problem, oh. which is, can you imagine transporting one of these? Yeah. So the only way of doing it, and I was going to do this, was to get a decent carpentry company to take it down for you from the location, transport it, and put it back up. Uh-huh. But you've just thrown on 2500 to your cost as a minimum, <laughs> utter minimum. Uh-huh. And that's actually, that would be my, my deal rate of being it, in the industry. It, here's, my, here's my thing when I'm thinking pergolas.
0: So I've got some that, that are these solid structures. And then I've got, you've got these halfway things yes. where you put a cloth cover over it, you know, some kind of. Su- You'd enjoy that for a good six months. Well, that's the thing. They, they sell like wildfire. I see them everywhere. People are buying them. I see them in people's yards. And then I just start the stopwatch. Y- yeah. And I always thing. see. The frame at some point with torn, ripped cover. The
1: percentages are yeah. quite something because yeah. when you see those, I think it's like a three to one ratio of frames only versus one with a cover. Yeah, and then I saw one guy who had one with the cover. It lasted
0: about eighteen months. Then really? there was, Yeah, eighteen that was months. a long time. No cover for eighteen months, and now it's some form of new cover on it, and we're we're another eighteen months in. So, do
1: you know what I really find entertaining? Which <laughs> is after large um, oh. l- wind, yeah. Simon Smedley's
0: coming to mind here.
1: Um, yeah, you get that that message on the community group. <laughs>
0: anyone seen my pergola? Either has anyone seen my
1: pergola, or does anyone recognise this? <laughs> you know, and it's the standard thing that basically comes as all of the neighbours for the first time ever meet each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, so you live there. <laughs> About
0: your children. So that, that, that answers the question about buying the, the off-the-shelf stock frame that you put a, you know, cover on of some sort, a sunshade on of some sort.
1: Yeah, but there's that midpoint, which is if you're going custom, but yeah. you want to go custom on a budget, go wood. Because oh, it's much yeah, cheaper right. to be able to make something custom out of wood than it is out of aluminium. Mm, but the aluminium is going to last longer. Oh, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a total night and day. And how much extra is it going to cost
0: between the wood and the aluminium? Or for those who are listening from Canada, aluminium. Uh how um, uh are we ooh, talking fifty percent cost differential? Good question.
1: Where? No, I reckon it'd be about thirty to thirty five. That's much in the doable range if you're
0: thinking, you know, something that's gonna last you five years.
1: Yeah. But I mean, to give you a kind of a rough outline, um the one that we've got is a bit is a bit significant, so at least it's about uh well, must be the width must be about I think it's seven meters width by about Probably about the same again. Okay. And uh, obviously, I, I'm kind of in a bit of a, a lucky position, being in the industry, and I, I got yeah. whacking great discounts off it. But with that kind of custom made for um, for what we were looking at, the market rate for that would have been about fifty five thousand for that. Oh, yeah. You just so the really expensive. Yeah. It's like the price of a used car. Yeah, but it, it literally <laughs> is. So that is. That is the kind of. Um, We're talking Durham's here, by the Durham's, way. Durham's, yes, that's in But Durham's. still, fifty-five thousand. Yeah, that's the kind of price that you're looking at here. I mean, I got it for half that. Um, but yeah, still, if you imagine with it's us, still twenty thousand Durham's. Normally, they'll get five or six more jobs off the back of it. Yeah. Um. And and they did, to be fair, because yeah. they did such a great uh, a great job overall. Apart from the design direction, it was not their fault <laughs> that's whatsoever. Not their fault, yeah. And they installed it in a day. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the speed of installation was quite something. They left shavings, and I mean, actually, I've said that about good installation. Physical installation and what's left is great. But here's something that really gets on my nerves, and as you know, is a bugbear of mine with our own guys, which is the clear-up should be immaculate. You know what, this is a worldwide
0: phenomenon, because I I always lived in the delusion that, you know, if we go back to Canada, it's going to be different. And then good friend, Steve Braden, uh, you know, built a house. Yeah. And... I said, oh, how was the construction? And, and he's got all the stories. He goes, well, you know, the guys came. They left their lithium batteries that were, were done. They left garbage here. They tried to hide. I'm
1: going, so it sounds
0: just like the Dubai. And he goes, I, he says, I couldn't believe it. I think it was worse.
1: <laughs> I'm just well, going, what the heck? Ours is simple, which is you leave a property cleaner than you found. Oh, I love
0: your guys. When they come That's and do it. work, they they clean up. They mop. The Things that were that had never been cleaned in months, they've, they've got it back to... First been built but it has to be because yeah.
1: that is the last memory that a customer has exactly. of you as a company it. so it, it has to be yeah. that
0: you know what i think we've we've reached the end of yet another show which means coming up in our next podcast post hole diggers duct tape playing with wiring on your extension cords and a whole bunch more that sounds to me like a lot of fun Colin Thomas, Essential Maintenance, and We Will Fix It, Dubai. I'm James Pikeaway. This is the We Will Fix It podcast.